Hi, folks. Joe Jaquin here from the Half Empty Cup of Joe Show. Are you worried about investing in the stock market, especially with Joe Biden in office? Do you really trust this economy? What if you could invest in a secure, collateralized portfolio with a high fixed rate of return that's not correlated to the stock market or the Fed? A portfolio where you know what each monthly statement will look like with no surprises. Your interest is compounded daily. You're paid monthly, and there are no fees. You can turn your income on or off, compound it, whatever you choose. And get this, there's absolutely no loss of principal if you ever need your money back. Go to investyrefi.com, that's invest, the letter Y, R-E-F-Y.com, or call 888-Y-REFI-24. You can earn a fixed rate of return that's up to 10.25%. Just call 888-Y-REFI-24, or go to investyrefi.com, and tell them Joe sent you. The views and opinions expressed on 1360 KHNC are entirely those of the host, guests, and callers, and do not necessarily reflect the opinions of the Excursion Broadcasting Network. Guess what day it is? Huh? Anybody? It's hump day. Woo woo! Live from wherever it is you're at. This is Swamp Fight with JD, the Colorado Deplorable. Welcome, welcome all of you to the swamp. I got a very good show for you this evening. Hopefully we won't have technical difficulties here. It almost looks like we are. So I might have to bring him on after the first break. But uh, I want to say tonight I have the Colorado Tabor Law author, Mr. Douglas Bruce, on with us. And... um, Hopefully he's there. It looks like he is. Anyway, um, Mr. Bruce wrote the Tabor Law, and this will be his second time on Swamp Fight. He came on before the the Proposition HH uh, was on the ballot and everybody voted. Of course, as you know, everybody voted that down. So... But that doesn't stop Jared Polish and Barb Kirkmeyer and the rest of their communist cohorts, as we know. Um, and let me say this. A trillion dollars in credit card debt here in the U.S.? A trillion dollars? Yet, lying Joe Biden will get in front of the nation and lie to people and say that we have that he has cut credit card debt. But, hey, it wouldn't be the first time a politician lied to us, right? I mean, surely they wouldn't lie to us about something like that, right? Imagine that. So that's actually a great segue into uh, bringing on my guest. I hope he's there. Douglas, do we have you? Yes, you do. Oh, we do, we do, we do. All right, let me just uh, get him to adjust it here a little bit. And, um, Douglas, let me read one short paragraph real quick, and then you can run with it. 
this is something I read. Uh, the legislative cocoon that Proposition HH emerged from was a beautiful display of political genius. Short-term relief offered in exchange for a terminal diagnosis for our Tabor Law refunds. Thanks, Governor Polis. <laughs> I thought that was good. Go ahead. Well, it's a cocoon normally produces a butterfly, a thing of beauty. Proposition HH, which was put on the ballot the last day of the legislative session last May, was what I called the horrible hoax. That's what HH stands for, the horrible hoax. Absolutely. Because what they were trying to do was say, take a look at this shiny object. We're going to give you property tax relief right yep. after the people had gotten their assessed value notices. And what people don't understand, the first thing I'm trying to educate people about here program this evening is the uh, notice from the assessor was good news. Good news. An assessor cannot raise your taxes. And he can, people assumed that if your valuation went up 40% over the prior two years, that your taxes would go up, property taxes would go up 40%. But that's not true. Because the Tabor Amendment anticipated the possibility that government might try to circumvent the revenue growth limit in Tabor, which is Article 10, Section 20 of the Colorado Constitution. And they said, oh, well, if your house value goes up 40%, then your tax bill is going to go up 40%. But that's not true. An increase in valuation is not an increase in taxation. People just didn't make the connection. That right. Obvious yeah. So the Tabor Amendment said HH was illegal. First place, HH was a statutory change. And to get back to basics, you can't change the state constitution with a state statute. The only way you can change the Constitution is with a constitutional amendment. That's right. If people would stop and think about it instead of panicking and rushing Phil Mel to, to a phony conclusion, you can't change the Constitution by a state statute. <clears throat> and also in the same vein, the state Constitution is not by local option. The only way you can change the state constitution is with a state constitutional amendment. That's not what they put on the ballot. <coughs> a no. ballot issued to amend the constitution required a two-thirds vote in both houses. And although the Democrats have a veto-proof majority... Super majority. Yeah, they got a super majority... But they didn't have a two-thirds vote, nope. and it was not labeled as a constitutional amendment anyway. So it was a 
a totally idiotic thing, and they're counting on the fact that we have had a couple of generations of school children ignorance where they aren't told about civics and we the people and the rule of law. Civics? What's they, that? Civics is... I mean, they what, don't know what it is. They don't. They don't even know. Well, they don't know because we have the teachers union members who are basically leftists and they say that you're going to just vote on what whatever the government puts on the ballot and you should vote for it my rule of thumb after more than 70 years uh, on this planet we'll say 50 years as a as a thinking adult is if it comes from the government you should be very skeptical and be critical and be inclined to vote against what the politicians want because what they want yes. you to vote for is not what's good for you it's what's that's good right for big government that's right if they put something on there they might make it look like it's going to benefit you in some way shape or form i.e. hh but you can be guaranteed that in the end, back behind the curtain there somewhere, it's going to benefit them a heck of a lot more than it's going to benefit us. And it's a big dollar difference in terms of whether we get a paltry benefit of a couple of hundred dollars (coughs) in the short term, but they take thousands of dollars from us in refunds that we're entitled to get back because they have overtaxed us. All HH was trying to do was to protect them from their having overtaxed us at the state level. And they seized upon the May 2023 notice of increased valuation to say that we were need to panic about it, um, over taxation. And All right, it's not the same thing. We're it's coming to a for celebration that your house is worth a hundred thousand more than what it was two years ago. That's a good thing. We're uh, we're coming up on a break, ladies and gentlemen. We've got Mr. Douglas Bruce on with us, uh, Colorado Tabor Law Amendment author. We will be right back. Don't you go anywhere because it's going to get real good. We'll be right back. I've learned to stand with people that are in the storm who have courage. You know, there's a man out there other than President Trump and just a few others that have really proven their mettle in the furnace. It's Mike Lindell. You're not going to get better towels, better sheets, better slippers, better beds, better hundreds of products made in America anywhere. It's ridiculous how high quality it is, how ridiculous the prices are low. Go to MyPillow.com and use promo code KHNC. 
This is Clay with Wagner Electric Company. We're out of Greeley. We're here to promote our Generac and Cummins standby generators and our service to the community with any electrical needs. We're located at 1517 2nd Avenue in Greeley, 970-800-3693. The biggest thing that we want to promote is that we set the standard and we're here to support you and your needs. 970-800-3693. You've probably been hearing me talk about Y-Refi for a while now. Y-Refi has been getting a ton of phone calls, and I want to thank you for supporting and investing in something that actually helps people. A lot of people are talking about this investment, so I'd like to review the basics with you. First off, yes, it's true. You can earn up to 10.25% fixed rate of return. That's not correlated to the stock market or the Fed. You can turn your income on or off, compound it, whatever you choose, and there are absolutely no fees there is no attack on principle if you ever need your money back and your monthly statements will have no surprises if you're not sure if you can trust this economy this secure collateralized portfolio may be a good option for you just go to investyrefi.com that's the word invest the letter y r e f y.com or call them at 888-YREFI24 that's 888-YREFI24 tell them joe sent you Welcome back to the Swamp JD Plurable here with you on AM 1360, the Roar of the Rockies, and actually have uh, a guy who I would I, I would uh, call or label a hero in my book, the Colorado Tabor Amendment author, Mr. Douglas Bruce, talking about what Jared Polish and Barb Kirkmeyer and the rest of the commies at the Colorado State House are trying to pull. Uh, seems like, Douglas, it seems like every time we vote something down, i.e. oil and gas, energy, uh, everything, since Polis has been in office, they figure out some other way to do it, man. I mean, these guys are so corrupt, it's pathetic. Well, Jared Polis, whom I have talked to on the phone once, um, he's worth something north of $100 million, maybe 200 300 He made a lot of money in the dot-com bubble, and he was able to get out before the crash. <coughs> and so Gee, I wonder how he did money. that. Go ahead. Well, <laughs> he, was, he was lucky, for lack of a better term, that he could get out before the crash. <clears throat> he got out with things that had artificially high values. And I'm not here to make a personality attack on anybody or attack somebody's character. Yep. But but he is loyal he is loyal to the state government because he's the governor. And I hope we get back someday to having a governor who is loyal to the average citizen, the waitress, the truck driver, the kind of people 
that comprise the bulk of the electorate in in Colorado. <clears throat> and we need to get back, and it's a long process that we can be talking about in this hour, but it's we need to get back to people that are going to demand that the government honor their constitutional rights. And I put the Tabor Amendment, Taxpayers' Bill of Rights, that's what it is the abbreviation for, we put it in the Constitution so that the politicians couldn't change it. But they're, stri- they're trying to do that anyway. So the, the thing that they can't avoid um, now that HH was defeated, the reality is that an individual income tax return filer, regardless of whether he has any income tax liability or not, he could have been in the hospital all year, he could have been unemployed all year. Um, he could have been in, in France all year. But if he is entitled to file a Colorado income tax return, he's going to get roughly $850 cash in the mail as soon as he files his return. It may take a week or two for them to process it, but he's going to get that money, and I mean that to apply to everybody listening. Everybody Let me adult. ask you real quick, Douglas. What is that and number? Hold on. Go ahead. Hold. Go ahead. One, one thing I want to clarify: it's eight hundred fifty per person. Yeah. So mm-hmm. if you're married and you're filing a joint return, that is seventeen hundred dollars. Wow. Tax free. Tax free. Well, most people, I guarantee you, most Coloradans don't know that. But what is that figure, that 850 per person, what is that calculated on? Where do they come up with that number? The Tabor Amendment, 30 years ago it was passed, 1992, so it was 31 years, technically. Um, the, we established a not only voting on tax rate increases and new taxes. We also limited the growth rate of most state government revenue. We don't eliminate their ability to get federal grants, but most state revenue, state government revenue, is subject to a limit on the growth. And it's not a miracle, it's not a surprise, it's not a secret. Is basically at the state at the state level, and it also applies to the local. But we're talking now about the state limit growth. It is the prior year's revenue, actual revenue, <coughs> plus inflation plus population. So if inflation is four percent, let's say, when the dust settles, and population is two percent growth because we're still a very attractive state, partly because of Tabor. Four plus two is six. And the people who hate Tabor, they, oh, that's too complicated. Well, they obviously, <laughs> you're, you're an idiot, and you can't add four plus two. Oh, my gosh. And, oh, and my gosh. The, the, the numbers come from figures that are not under the control of the state. 
inflation is the consumer price index from the Bureau of Labor Statistics in Washington. So that's not under the control of state politicians. And the 2% is the annual census estimate. Right. Um, because we have an annual census, we have a census every 10 years, but we have annual estimates of the population increase in Colorado. Now, obviously, yeah. it, it doesn't apply to the flood of illegal aliens we have in a, this temporary, I hope, this temporary invasion of people from south of the border. Boy, I hope. I hope. But we're, we're not trying to profit from that, but the natural growth of the population, even though the birth rate is pretty much just at reproduction levels, but it's still going to be a positive number. And so if you add 4 plus 2, it's 6%. But it's 6% yeah. more than what it was last year. It, it's so and, simple. It, it, it's brilliant. And and But see, that's the thing. It's common sense and it's simple. Therefore, the politicians don't don't like it every they they have to make everything complicated so so we can't understand it they don't like the fact that we put on a limit at all they don't want any well, they limit hate that word. on their on their power to take away our money oh, but yeah. that's the purpose of any constitution i say that as what i jokingly call a recovering attorney the purpose of any constitution is to limit the power of government. Yes. You know what the first five words of the Bill of Rights are? Go ahead. Congress shall make no law. Right. Constitution is to protect the people, not the daggone right. government. That's right. The Constitution is our protection from them. And so when Tabor says your revenue can grow automatically with no vote required. <clears throat> it can grow by 4 plus 2 is 6%. If your revenue grows 7% or 8% because the economy is good or because people are moving here, fleeing California and other liberal insanity establishment places, um, if it goes up 6 if it goes up 7% or 8%, the rest is called an excess. And that is to be refunded unless the government specifically gets our approval in an election for them to keep the excess revenue. If they don't get that approval, then that excess 1% or 2% or whatever it is, it has to be returned to people in the following year. So Love it. They, they had their one year this year for their revenue increase in the last fiscal year, which ended uh, July uh, 1st. Um, then we get to keep that money. And they wanted to bribe us with our own money and say, well, we'll give you back $200 on your property tax which, of course, does no good for renters at all because they don't own property. And in exchange for you getting back $200, Mr. Homeowner, uh, we'll just take away $1,000 or so of your of your Tabor refund. Crooks. 
That's the word right there. That's the word uh, crooks. Well, let's be. I'm not opposing that description, but we could at least all agree that it's a flim flam. Yeah, well, that's a. You're you're a lot. Yeah, that's a lot nicer uh, description. But I am J D plorable, so I say they're crooks. (laughs) Well, that's fine. I I'm not opposed to that and no I, I get it we need to talk about the the details i'm giving people Absolutely. the overview that's why you're on here is i want people out there that i want the listeners to understand a what the Tabor law amendment what it is really what it is and how simple it is and b what they're trying to do to get rid of it and, and what can be done about it. I'm hoping we have time to get through those three points. Well, this is um, a recap of what we experienced in the election when they tried to trick people into voting for HH, horrible hoax that it is. And when they failed, then they had a special session for three or four days <laughs> yeah. later on in November and they passed some idiotic stuff, and they didn't get the job done correctly. Tabor has one sentence, Section 7C, and it provides what do you do when you have abnormal increases in valuation. And what you do, every assessor um, states what the real market value is of the property, they have all kinds of complications that they want to deal with. But the end result is if you can't have a 40% valuation increase turn into a 40% taxation increase, you have to lower the mill levy, which is the tax rate for property. And so if you have a tax rate and the, the old tax rate times 40% increase would produce 40% more revenue, and that's not acceptable. You have to lower the tax rate so that the lower rate that they have to adopt this month in December times the much higher valuation comes out to a normal increase, uh, purchasing power increase of Inflation, basically, plus any local growth. And we're not going to get into the details. But it's a pretty simple formula. A, a fifth grader, sixth grader can figure it out. Now, there's a lot of properties, and we have different classifications of property. We have residential property, which is the ones that the politicians want to cater to. And then we have commercial property, which the Democrats... Uh, hate. Uh, they want them to be, you know, cows to be milked, um, people to be bled and yeah, treated like a, you know uh, a turnip. That you're trying to get blood out of a turnip. Coming up on break again here, but I let, speaking of that special session, um, Representative. Uh, Lisa Frizzell, Republican out of Castle Rock, said the bills that we have been discussing for the last four days 
are nothing more than Proposition HH repackaged. Colorado citizens, they didn't like the way you voted. You didn't like the way they voted, so you're just going to overrule it. All right, we'll be right back. Don't go anywhere. My name is James with Milco Carpet Cleaning. I'm based out of Millican, serving all of northern Colorado. We're a family-owned company that will clean your carpets, upholstery, tile, and rugs. My goal is to freshen your home and business, leaving you dry and clean in no time with no residues. Mention this ad and receive $10 per room off, up to $50. You can call me at 970-405-3740 or email me at nococarpetcleaning at gmail.com. Don't forget to check out my reviews on Google. Hey, y'all, this is Earl. We got more Swamp Fight coming right up. Are you prepared for a power outage? Never be left in the dark again. Wagner Electric has proudly partnered with Generac to provide long-lasting generators for your home. We have standalone and portable generators in stock now. So give us a call for a free estimate at 970-800-3693. If you are constructing or upgrading your home, trust our expert electricians to take care of your home the first time. We offer services for anything from wiring an unfinished basement to wiring a newly built pole barn. Your electrical system is the heartbeat of your home. So don't risk it and give us a call today to get started at 970-800-3693 or visit us at wagnerelectricco.com. We are located off Highway 85 in Greeley at 1517 2nd Avenue. Wagner Electric sets the standard. You're listening to Swamp Fight, brought to you by MyPillow. Go to MyPillow.com and use promo code KHNC. pretty much what these Democrats, not only in Colorado, but all across the country are doing is laughing at us. Uh, Welcome back to the swamp. JD here with you with my special guest. I'm fortunate enough to be joined by Mr. Douglas Bruce for a second time. And uh, we're talking about his Tabor amendment that he actually wrote and uh, he's laying it out, how it works, and we're going to get into some other things. But before uh, Mr. Bruce continues, right before the break, I had said during that special session, this representative Lisa Frizzell of Castle Rock, Republican, of course, said the bills that we have been discussing for the last four days are nothing more than Proposition HH repackaged. And then a few minutes later, Representative Elizabeth Epps, a Democrat out of Denver, said, I certainly can't uh, disagree with that. So I thought that was pretty interesting, Douglas. It's always interesting when a communist tells the truth. Hey, now you're talking. <laughs> That's true. It, it, you just, no, I, 
it blows you I away won't. when it happens because it just doesn't happen very often. Well, I talked to Lisa Frizzell on the phone about three or four days ago, and I offered to take her to lunch if I can get her to come down from Douglas County to El Paso County and have lunch with Douglas Bruce. And uh, she was a two-term assessor in Douglas County, and she is now in the legislature, and she is on this committee the special tax committee to recommend changes to the system. They don't have to change the system, frankly. All they have to do is obey the law, obey their oath of office, and lower the mill levy. They don't have yes. to come up with, with $200 million from the legislature. They can't buy their way out of this problem. They have to obey the law and their oath of office. It's very simple. They don't like that idea. They wish they could just write a check with other people's money, but in this case, they have to give us back our own money. Now, that's part of what I want to get the message out to your listeners tonight, and the message is you don't have to put up with it. They're gonna, they're trying all kinds of distractions. They're Thing. They're going to lower the value of your house $55,000. They're going to change the percentage of your house that's subject to tax. They aren't doing anything for people who own business property or farms or, or vacant land or, or anything. They only want to go after those voters yep. and try, try to... Get them not to be so angry. Which, by the way, let me interject real quick. If they did lower your property values by 50000 which I'm not sure how they would do that, but even if they did, it's not going to have any effect on what homes sell for. Well, of course not. That's just they, stupid. They can't, the, the idea I rejected 30 years ago when I wrote the Tabor Amendment, which took three times to pass, um, Right. The, the the idea that the politicians can pass a law saying what the value of your house at one two three Elm Street is going to be that's that's absurd. We, it is. We're, yeah. we're voting on the taxpayers' bill of rights, and it has to do the taxes that we pay to the government and limiting the growth rate of their revenue and their ability to take a bigger share of our money. So what I want people to understand is that one of the things that they did, just to postpone the problem a few weeks, they said that the uh, tax bills won't be sent out until the middle of January. They were supposed to be sent out at the end of December, but they're postponing it a little bit to postpone their day of reckoning, and um, <laughs> it doesn't do any good. It's so totally irrational. If you own a $50,000 condo, they're going to say that we're going to lower the value for tax purposes of your condo $55,000, so you only have to pay taxes on 45 just to simplify it. And But if you have a $500,000 property, they're only going to lower it 55000 That means they're not treating people equally. It's, That's we're right. supposed to have an equal tax system, and we have a totally unfair, unequal 
tax system. We, if you have a commercial property worth a hundred thousand, you pay effective, effectively four times the tax rate when the dust settles that you would pay if you have a hundred thousand dollar house. So it's they, they just make it complicated beyond belief, and these are the same people, the same mentality that has messed up our income tax law. Well, they just want to, like I said earlier, they want to confuse us. It's kind of like algebra class in junior high, you know. You just get to that point where you're just like, screw this, man. I'm not even going to think about this anymore. And that's what they want. Well, and we can't let them get away with it. That's that's the point. And I'm hoping so, at some point during this this conversation that you may have some ideas of what we can do. I do. If you want to hear them right I, now, I kind of thought you did. So let's <clears throat> let's hear them. It's not the best solution. The best solution would be for them to be honest and honorable, but that's that's uh, pipe dreams. That's wishing wishful thinking. Yeah. <clears throat> but my my fantasy after they didn't get away in the election with HH. They didn't get away with fixing the problem in the special session later on in November. What I would love to see, I don't expect it, but people have to decide if they want to continue to be have a righteous anger. A righteous anger. I'm not talking about anything violent. Right. But a righteous anger where we would have 50,000 or more people come down to the Capitol one particular day and simply paralyze the activity under the dome, peaceably. Peaceably yes. and patriotically, as Donald Trump said. Nothing wrong, nothing wrong with that. And it's, it's, it's one way of our petitioning. We petition in person by saying, you can do this. Even if you're not grandma, you don't want somebody else's grandma to be taxed out of her house. We don't want people to live in fear that the government tax bills will be virtually unlimited. And we just need to just tell people. And if there's anything I can tell you from my four months infamous experience in the state legislature in 2008, there's nothing that the politicians fear more than an angry group of peaceful, nonviolent citizens. Next month we're True gonna that. be have we're gonna have the celebration of Dr. Martin Luther King Junior's birthday in uh, nineteen twenty nine and he he became part of American culture because he said we can do things through nonviolent peaceful, patriotic protest. Amen. Amen. You know, at some point, Douglas, we're going to have to muster up some of that courage our ancestors had. I mean, it's just enough is enough, you know, and, and one, we're going to break here, but I want to say before we go to break, it sounds to me, it seems to me like the federal government could definitely use a Tabor Amendment. You know what I'm saying? Well, I I don't want to 
disagree with you in public. I appreciate the sentiment. Yeah. But I, we do not have a federal election. We do not uh, have a federal right to petition. That's true. Sure I never thought have about a, that. I don't want to have a federal vote on whether or not we're going to limit the First Amendment or the Fifth Amendment Good or point. the Tenth Amendment. Great point. So All right. Well, we'll be we right need back. To limit, limit the power of the federal government. Don't go anywhere, folks. We'll be right back. I'm Joe Jaquin, CEO of the Patriot Trading Group, and I would like to encourage everyone to make sure they are prepared financially as the Federal Reserve continues to destroy the value of the dollar. Since the closing of the gold window in 1971, the Federal Reserve has led the way in the explosion of debt and the devaluing of your money. They openly say that they need 2% inflation, which simply means they hope to devalue your money, and they want to do this every single year, year after year. I know it's hard to understand, but the Federal Reserve believes in prosperity through debt and growth via the devaluation of your future. To learn more about how to protect yourself, visit us at allamericangold.com or call us at 800-951-0592 and protect yourself against the devaluing of your money. All right, welcome back to Swamp Fight. J.D. Plorable here with you on AM 1360 with my special guest, Colorado Tabor Amendment author, Douglas Bruce. Bruce, and uh, Douglas, you know, before, when we came back from the last break, you were talking about Representative Elizabeth Epps as she's a Democrat out of Denver, and I was talking about how she agreed with this other representative, a Republican, uh, Frizzell from Castle Rock, and and she agreed and said, I I certainly cannot disagree with that, but I wanted to say, sadly, Speaker Chris Kennedy for that special session, a Democrat out of Lakewood, quickly cut her off and took the House into recess, and when they returned, she claimed to have forgotten what they were talking about. So there's that. Well, there's a lot of scheming going on. I have no respect for the Colorado General Assembly. We still have to treat them with respect, even though they are not respecting us and our votes last November. But we want to have not only a demonstration to shake them out of their arrogance and their complacency and their hubris, and all those other fancy words. Yeah. We See, don't want to have we, we don't want to have them um, treat us the way uh, we're we don't have them we don't want us to treat them the way that they're treating us. That's that's, that's right. And and you know but, this is exactly why I'm against super majorities because every time somebody gets one, their heads get way too big. Well, there's a lot of 
problems and a lot of paths that we can take. The one that I will mention very briefly, uh, you've got people who are driving home and may not stay until 6 o'clock on the radio, um, but I want to have people copy down, it's very easy, my email address, my personal email address to my computer at my house here in Colorado Springs. And it's taxcutter at msn.com, T-A-X-C-U-T-B-E-R at msn.com. Okay. This is is the solution to the uh, outrageous behavior of the legislature in the HH campaign. We have to have a permanent solution, and what that involves is restoring First of all, our right to petition. Yeah, I told you that people were doing silly things like saying you can have a vote by statute, HH, a last-minute bill, and that can override the Constitution. Our rights and our Constitution are not that fragile. They cannot, in an off year, have an election to take away our constitutional rights even though they've been trying to do it for over 30 years. Yeah. And people say, oh, well, we would never do that for the First Amendment or we'd never do that for uh, state constitutional rights except for yeah. this one. Right. But right. the rule of law applies all the time, all the time. There is no special exception or emergency exception to our constitutional rights. And, and you know why, Douglas? Here's the deal. You did it the correct way. You did it the hard way. It took you three attempts. People have no idea how much time and work went into getting that Tabor amendment to our Colorado Constitution. It's hard work. If these guys want to change something, then do it the right way. But they know they wouldn't. They know that the voters would never repeal the Tabor Amendment. I sure as heck wouldn't. Well, and I'm trying to get people to get involved. What people can do, I'm going to say this very carefully, there is a possibility we can have an issue on the ballot for next November that would restore our right to petition. And people can go to a website called petitionrights.com petition rights plural petition com and they can read about an improved strengthened right to petition that they could get on the ballot if people belong to a group preferably a statewide group that has lots and lots of members it can be a local group it can be a church network it can be all kinds of groups and they can, they can have the right to petition, and I believe that they could earn a dollar a signature. Now, that doesn't sound like much, but people can stand in front of Walmart and get 15 signatures an hour. So that's $15 an hour, meaning they could get $100 a day, and they could do it week after week after week until we get the number of signatures that are needed to put that on the ballot. And they've cheated yeah. on the rules, and the law says that the signatures are presumed valid. 
But our Secretary of State, also a Democrat, has said that you've got to get 190,000, even though the Constitution only requires 125,000 signatures. You have to get 190,000. We'll have to get as many as it takes to force this issue onto the ballot. But Funny uh, how they're always skewing numbers to make things harder. <laughs> well, if they're playing games with election results. Yeah. Here they're playing games with Unreal. petitioning results. So, so guys, people need to think we, about a way they can get forget about having a bake sale or a car wash or something and raising two or three or five hundred dollars. You can have people empowered and they can raise a thousand dollars a piece for their favorite charity. Get signatures, man. Petitions. So obviously listeners, we don't have enough time with Mr. Bruce to go into every single thing that can be done. But like he said, you can go to his personal website, taxcutter or that's his, his email email, email sorry. Taxcutter at MSN dot com. You can email Mr. Bruce and I'm sure he will uh, give you some information of what can be done. You can also go to petitionrightsplural.com. Um, we'll be coming up on a break in about, what, guys, 30 seconds here, and then we've got one short segment left, and I'm going to let uh, Mr. Bruce uh, close it out with any closing comments that he may have, which um, I hope one of them is a call for some attorneys out there if this thing goes bad to sue the crap out of these people. So we'll see what happens with that. Coming up on it any second here. So don't go anywhere. Got to pay a couple of bills. We'll be right back with Mr. Douglas Bruce. I'm excited to announce that we're bringing back our best offer ever on our original My Slippers. You save $90 a pair with your promo code KHNCE. And now My Slippers come in even more sizes smaller sizes, larger sizes, wide sizes, and all new styles and colors. Get them for your friends, your family, your neighbors, everyone you know. What makes My Slippers different is my exclusive four layer design that you're not going to find in any other slippers. My Slippers patented layers make them ultra comfortable, extremely durable, and they help relieve stress on your feet. I'm so confident that you and everyone you know are going to love My Slippers that I'm extending my 60-day money-back guarantee until March 1st, 2024, making them the best Christmas gifts ever. So go to MyPillow.com, use your promo code to save $90. K-H-N-C. That's only $49.98 a pair. Quantities won't last long, so please order now. Baby, 
Welcome back to the swamp. JD Plorable here with you, with um, Mr. Douglas Bruce. And uh, sir, you know, I was thinking, and then I'm going to turn it over to you. I hope when the dust settles from all this crap that we can get you back on to, to get an update for the listeners. But uh, you go ahead and close it out, sir. Well, I'm very proud to, to be have the chance to be on your program. I want to have people recall and appreciate a, a jingle, a motto that I am fond of over the years. One percent of the people make things happen. Four percent of the people watch things happen. And 95 percent of the people ask, what happened? <laughs> and, oh, that's good, man. That's great. But, and I'm trying to appeal now to the one percent. You know who you are if you're listening that you don't want to just see our country go down the toilet and you don't want to see our state mired in political corruption. You, it involves work for you to do something. And the, that begins with you're going to a website, petitionrights.com, petitionrights.com, and you can get paid to protect your right to petition. Think about that. You can make money for your charity, your church, your social club and you can do it by doing something important for society and go when you get to petitionrights.com you go to that two page essay called 15 facts 15 facts and you will see just how bad we eroded our right to petition has become we need to restore the right to petition in honor of the founding fathers. So they can go to that website and see the different petitions that's in, and pick one to start getting signatures for? Is that how no, that works? No, they're, they're going. The petition has already been written that we want to get on the ballot. Okay. It's a petition about the right to petition. Okay. That, that will protect you in your right to petition in the future on any subject you may want to do something about school choice, you may want to do something about pro-life, you may want to do something about uh, crime prevention, various other issues. Right. And so that's a specific petition that's on that side, is the right to petition. Right. It's the right to petition. Okay. And you can look up the original right to petition we had in the state passed in 1910, and you will see when you read the 15 facts essay how far gone we have come from the original ideal right to petition. And you are right, we do need to have, find an attorney who believes in our civil rights, as stated in the First Amendment to the U.S. Constitution, and we need to have people willing to stand up to big government and do something for your children, your grandchildren, and what the Founding Fathers called posterity. We're, we are their posterity from 240 years ago. Amen. They, did, they, they took a, a, an oath and they put their lives on the line, literally, to protect our right to, to live in freedom. Yeah. And I hope that there will be a handful of people, at least, who are willing to do something. It's not. It's not dangerous. It's not disastrous. It's just 
standing out and talking to your fellow citizens and get them to sign a, a petition to say that they want to be able to vote to restore their right to petition again. Yeah. Greed, man. Money is the root of all evil. Never has there been a truer quote than that. So, um, these if, if there are some attorneys out there who are willing to help, I assume that they can email you, Douglas, right. at taxcutter at msn.com. That's correct. All I need is one. I, I don't want to have somebody that specializes in drunk driving or divorce cases. I want somebody that understands and remembers from law school constitutional law. they got to be willing to challenge the state government in federal court because yeah. they are taking away our constitutional rights. Well, we God bless you, man. Back. God bless you, Douglas, Bruce. God bless you. Thanks for coming on Swamp Fight tonight. We'll have you back if you'll come. And uh, thank you, sir. Thank you, J.D. You got it, man. And thank you, listeners. God bless all of you. I love each and every one of you. You know that. And uh, listen to me here on in the Swamp, Wednesdays at 5 p.m., Saturdays and Sundays at 12 noon. So be safe out there. We've got uh, Brandon Tatum coming up next. Hey, Chris Lewis here with My Favorite Gunsmith at MyFavoriteGunsmith.com, 970-776-0258. At My Favorite Gunsmith, all I do is repair firearms. I love freedom more than guns, but the only thing that separates a free man from a slave is firearm ownership. I would only add that it needs to work. All of my guns work. Do yours? Find out, 970-776-0258. My Favorite Gunsmith at MyFavoriteGunsmith.com. That's 970-776-0258. 